You're listening to Life of Revival Radio with Pastor Zachary Weber. and welcome to Life of Revival. I'm your host, Zachary Weber. I'm also the pastor of the River Church right here in Coshocton, Ohio. We have a service this morning at 10 a.m. We call it the main event. That's our worship service. It's a time where we come together in one accord, in one place, and we lift up the name of Jesus. We worship him in spirit and truth. We hear a powerful message from the word of God, and it's just a great time of fellowship with believers who are on fire for God. We'd love to see you this morning. Again, it's at 10 a.m. We're right on 7th Street. You can get directions at therivercoshocton.com. You can also look us up on Google. Right on Google Maps, you can find directions, or you can look us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash therivercoshocton. Our address is 212 South 7th Street. We'd love to see you. Bring a friend. We have an amazing children's program. You can bring your kids and start your week in the presence of God. Once again, if you're not following us on social media, you're going to want to do that. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the river or Instagram river You can follow us on there. We post devotionals and updates and things that are going on in the community. We do a lot of different outreaches that we would love to see you at. And so once again, follow us on social media, and leave us a like. And you can also watch the services, the Sunday morning services on Facebook. We live stream every service. You can go there, check out some of the replays, and uh, we post all kinds of stuff that would help you in your walk with God, and that would really be a blessing to you. Also, if you have prayer requests, you can always send those to us on our website, therivercoshocton.com. Go to contact, and under there, you can click prayer request, and we pray pray over every prayer request that comes into the ministry. We're going to go ahead right now and play a clip from one of our Sunday morning services. This is a clip on provision and believing God and trusting God in the financial realm. So I know this will be a blessing to you. You know, it says in Philippians 4 that God will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory in in Christ. And then, of course, there's the Psalms that says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Another translation says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. So God is our provider. He's Jehovah Jireh, the God who sees and provides. He's El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, the all-sufficient one. And I got news for you. For those who trust him, he's going to come through for you. He's going to provide for you. So go ahead and enjoy this clip right now. You know, the Bible says in Matthew 6, in verse 24, 
Jesus was speaking. He says, no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And he goes on to say, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. But you have people who call themselves Christians, and all they do is think about their life. They think about, how am I going to make it at the end of the month? How am I going to do it? How am I going to provide for my family? How am I going to pay the bills? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? How are we going to pay the rent this month? But Jesus said, take no thought. Take no thought. What have your thoughts been on recently? You, did you know the Bible says, God says in his word that I will keep their mind in perfect peace whose mind is stayed upon me? Did you know the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, cast all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns on him? For he cares for you watchfully and he cares for you affectionately. Did you know God is watching everything in your life and he's taking care of every little detail in your life? If you trust him, if you would cast it on the Lord, he would work it out. He said, take no thought. Take no thought for your life what you shall eat, what you shall drink, nor yet for your body what you shall put on. Is life more than meat in the body than raiment? He said, behold the fowls of the heirs, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Think about the fowls of the air, the ravens, <laughs> the, the birds. God is watching them, and he's, he's feeding them. Come on, I was nine years old, and I grasped this. <laughs> he said, which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit of stature to, or, or can add one cubit to his, his stature? Now look, I'm going to flip over to the Amplified Bible. And, and he says in verse 28, and why should you be anxious about clothes? Consider the lilies of the field and learn thoroughly how they grow and neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his magnificence, his excellence, dignity, and grace was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the, the grass of the field, which today is alive and green and tomorrow is tossed into the furnace, will he not much more surely clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? What does that tell me? You can even believe for clothing. Right. And you can believe even for excellent clothing. Why? Because he wants to clothe you. Now, I preached this one time and someone got mad at me because they thought I was making fun of how they dressed. I wasn't making fun of how they dressed. I don't care how you walk in this building dressed as long as you have clothes. My God. Just have something on. But I'm saying there are people who are anxious and, and concerned about their clothing. But Jesus said, don't even be concerned about what you're going to wear because God is going to dress you. Oh, you of little faith. What is he saying? You need to have faith for these things. Right. You can put your faith out for these things. He wants to take care of you. He wants to take care of you. Someone says, no, I just need more hours of work so I can buy nicer things. No, God wants to take care of his children. If you being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more does your heavenly father want to give good gifts to them who ask? The Bible says that you have not because you just don't ask. 
He says, therefore, in verse 31, he says, therefore, do not worry and be anxious, saying, what are we going to have to eat? Or what are we going to have to drink? Or what are we going to wear? Now listen to this. He says, for the Gentiles and the heathen wish for, for and crave and diligently seek all these things. And your heavenly Father knows very well that you need them. Did you hear what he just said? He said it's the heathen, it's the unbeliever that seek after these things. But God wants to give them to you anyway. So you don't have to seek after and crave these things. I always tell people when they want something, rather than taking the money and spending it, seriously, why don't you sow that money and you believe God to bring it in for you? That's how I operate. He says, the Gentiles wish for and crave and diligently seek all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you knows well that you have need of them all. You see, God's going to take care of you. He's going to bless you. He's going to feed you. He's going to clothe you. Listen, God is your source and supply. He is your everything that you need. He's your very present help in time of need. But look at this verse 33. It's so powerful. It says, but seek. Say seek. Seek. Aim at. Aim at. And strive after. First of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you. The King James says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. You just seek first Jesus. You seek God and you make him your number one and he'll bring all these things. You see people, they want this, but they don't walk in it because God really isn't first. They aren't seeking him first. They seek everything else first and they put God to the side. Like he's a genie in a bottle, they can pull out, rub the bottle, he puffs out, and then they can get any wish they ask for. It does not work like that. It is a relationship that you have with your heavenly Father. It's a relationship. Let me read that again. But seek, aim at, and strive after, first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And all these things taken together will be given you besides. So look at this, this last verse, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to sow seed. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for each day is its own trouble. You know, I remind myself all the time, especially when you have a deadline coming up, you have a bill coming up, come on, and then there's, it's like, there's nothing, man. You don't have any... Income, nothing's coming in. I literally, I do that. I say, I'm not going to worry about that because that's not today. That's tomorrow. And the Lord's going to take care of that tomorrow. And I live my life like that. So while I was down there in Tampa, I literally, I felt like I gave it all in terms of the financial realm. And I'm telling you, there was just total miracles. I was sitting in, during worship, the sky was or I mean, I was sitting in the church service. They moved me up to the front row and there was another pastor sitting beside me. And we all stood up, and it was towards the end of the service, and he pulled out a $100 bill and just slapped it in my hand. And he says, the Lord told me to give this to you and put it into your ministry. I mean, and that's how I live. I operate in this realm. I operate in this realm. 
And you can live in this realm too. But I'll tell you, it all comes out of your relationship with the Lord. It's about trust. It's about reliance on Him. It's about showing the Lord, I, I give you everything and I trust in you for everything. I trust you for my daily bread. I trust you for all my needs. I, I trust you. 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 I trust you, Lord. You're going to put gas in my tank. I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't care. It might have raved, it might bring it to me. The camels laden down might come. I don't know how it's going to come. It's going to come. <laughs> it's going to come. Why? Because I put my trust in him. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. The Bible says I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Oh, hallelujah. He will not let me fall. He will not let me fall. I'm going to step out of the boat onto the water. Why? Because where's Jesus at? He's walking on the water. I'm just going to go walk on, on the water with Jesus. I'm going to go walk on the water in these realms with Jesus. He is my source. The Bible says, give and it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Shall men give back unto you? I feel the fire of God in this place. God wants to take his church to another realm of the earth. There's businesses sitting in this church. There's businesses. There's businesses. Some of you, you're the least right now, but God says, I'm going to make you the head. You're the tail, but he says, I'm going to, I'm going to make you above and not beneath. I'll make you the head and not the tail. There's businesses. There's business minds in this room. And God will increase you if you keep him first. If you honor him first. <laughs> the Bible says in Malachi, prove me in this. Test me in this. This is the only real area. God says, test me. Test me. Test me. Put me to the test. Put me to the test. <laughs> he says, put me in the test. Give of your tithes and the offerings and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there is not room enough for you to receive. Sunday morning services on provision and God's ability and his willingness to provide for his people. You know, I would encourage you to go through the four gospels in the Bible, which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and read through and underline and highlight 
every place where Jesus brought provision to people. You know, Jesus, of course, he preached and he taught the word of God, but he also healed the sick. He cast out devils. He performed miracles, but he also did miracles of provision and he provided for people. Of course, he multiplied the bread and the fish for the thousands. He also, uh, his first miracle was turning water into wine, which was really a miracle of provision because they were out of wine. And the Bible says in doing this, he showed forth his glory. I believe God can show forth his glory in your life and whatever you have need for. Could God provide for you so that you have a testimony to tell that, that gives him glory? You know, the Bible says in Psalms, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. I have everything that I need. So the Lord is our shepherd. So come on, even this week, believe him that he's going to come through, that he's going to provide for you. We want to invite you to church this morning uh, at the river at 10 a.m. is our worship service. We call it the main event. We'd love to see you there. 10 a.m. We're right on 7th Street. 212 South 7th Street. That's right here in Coshocton, Ohio. You can find directions on theriverkoshocton.com or you can Google us and find us through Google Maps. Also follow us on social media, facebook.com slash theriverkoshocton. You can also follow us on Instagram at riverkoshocton. And also with the website, you can submit prayer requests. Maybe you have a need that you're believing God to come through for. Well, I would love to link my faith together with you. You can go to, again, theriverkoshocton.com, go under contact, and you can submit prayer requests. And just like you can submit prayer requests, send in your testimonies. Man, I would love to praise God with every single one of you and hear about what God is doing in our city. You know, about every Sunday at the River Church, we have a time of testimony. And what I love about testimony time at the River Church is to hear the victory that the members of the church are having in this city. Victory in their finances, victory in their marriages, victory in the realm of soul winning and, you know, people's lost loved ones are getting saved. I mean, come on, God is moving in our city and uh, we need to tell people about it. We need to get excited about what God's doing. So I would love to praise God with you. TheRiverKashocton.com, submit your testimonies. I read everything that comes into the ministry. Hallelujah. Well, since we're talking about provision this morning, I want to read to you a few things about what the Bible says about provision. You know, it's so important that no matter what you're going through, whether you need a healing in your body or whether, you know, maybe it's a problem in your marriage or a relationship that you're in, or maybe, you know, you have grief or whatever it is that we're going through in life, that we always look to the Word of God. Scripture is so powerful because God said, my word will not return unto to me void, but it will accomplish what I sent it forth to do. The Bible also says that God holds his word above his name. And he says, I'm watchful over my word to perform it. So it's always so important that we get the word of God involved in whatever we're going through. That's why the enemy works overtime to keep God's people out of the scripture, because the enemy understands the power that's in the word of God. You know, the Bible says that he sent forth his word and he healed them. And the Bible also says that the word of God renews our mind. It washes our mind. The Bible says in Peter, like, 
like like newborn babies desire the pure milk of the word of God so that by it you may grow. So the word of God is something that we can use and receive and read so that we can grow up spiritually, so that we can mature in the things of God, so that then in the future when we're faced with a similar situation, we know how to overcome because we have the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And of course, we have the shield of faith. And then the Bible says in Romans that faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So faith doesn't come to us by prayer. Faith doesn't come to us by the laying on of hands. Faith doesn't come by reading a good book about the Bible. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing scripture. It comes by hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. And then we know that the Bible says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. So come on, every single one of us, we need a strong life in God's word. So let me encourage your faith this morning by reading. I'm just going to read these scriptures about what the Bible says about provision. Now, we'll begin in Philippians 4 and verse 19, a very popular verse. It says, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Now, of course, if you read that whole chapter, Paul was talking to the Philippians after they gave an offering so that he could further his ministry in the gospel. So as you are a giver, as you give offerings, as you're a tither, maybe you, you're a sower of seed, you have a right to the scripture that God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ. 2 Corinthians 9 and verse 8, and God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all time, you may abound in every good work. And again, in 2 Corinthians 9, he was actually talking about finances. He was actually talking about giving. It says in that same verse in the Amplified Version of the Bible that in God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. And of course, that whole uh, passage is fantastic. It says in verse 11 in the same chapter, thus you will be enriched in all things and in every way so that you can be generous and your generosity as it is administered by us will bring forth thanksgiving to God. Hallelujah. Uh, Another scripture here in Matthew 6 and verse 31, it says, therefore, do not be anxious saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles and the heathens seek after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. Hallelujah. Matthew 7 and verse 11, it says, If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father, who is in heaven, give good things to those who ask? 
Psalms 34 and verse 10 says that young lions suffer want and do hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. This is one of my favorite scriptures in Psalms uh, 37 and verse 25. David speaking, he said, I have been young and now I'm old, yet I have never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed and children begging for bread. Psalms 23 and verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. Matthew 6 and verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Hebrews 13 and verse 5, it says, And keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For God has said that I will never leave you and I will never forsake you and I will never abandon, abandon you or leave you without support. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So come on, God's a providing God. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the God who sees and provides. It says in Romans 8, 32, And he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with Christ graciously give us all things? Hallelujah. I want to pray right now for every single person listening to this broadcast. You know, maybe you have a need. Maybe it's a financial need. Maybe it's a need for transportation, or maybe you need a home or or something. You know what? I want to tell you this morning, get your eyes off of man and put your eyes on Jesus this morning. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Put your eyes on God. Put your trust in him this morning, and let's believe him for miracles, even this month. So I want to pray right now. Father, in the name name of Jesus. I lift up every single person that hears my voice right now for those that have need of provision. Lord, we know that you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who sees and provides. Lord, you said in your word that you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ. You said for those who tithe and give of their offerings in the book of Malachi, that you would open the windows of heaven and pour them out blessing that there's not room enough to receive. But Lord, you said that you are a shepherd and you supply all that we need. We shall not lack. So Lord, for those that have need in this realm, whether it's financial or provision for, for transportation or a house. Father, I just pray right now in Jesus' name that it shall be released unto them. That, Lord, even from the north, the south, the east, and the west, that the provision shall come, that the angels of God go forth and make, uh, make way for them, bringing the provision unto them, that the crooked path would be made straight, Father, that the windows of heaven would be opened over your people's life, that there would be more more than enough provision, Lord, not only for them, but for them to also be a blessing. For you said, he who waters himself will be water, and he who refreshes other, others himself would be refreshed. Refresh your people, Father, and use them to refresh others, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I would love to hear from you. If you have a testimony of something that God has done for you, especially after today and, and throughout this week, go to the website, theriverkashocton.com and let us know everything that God's doing. Amen. Just before we end the broadcast this morning, I want to give you an opportunity to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you're listening to this broadcast and if you've never given your life to Jesus, if you died this very second, maybe you don't know for sure that you would really go to heaven, but you want to know for sure. Maybe number one, you've never given your life to the Lord, 
Or maybe you did in days gone by, but you've grown cold or stale and you're not serving the Lord the way you should. You would say, you know what? I feel like I'm lukewarm or even backslidden. Or number three, maybe you're listening and you love the Lord, but you're just not really sure if you died, you'd go to heaven. Maybe the devil lies to you and tells you you're not really saved. Friend, the Bible says we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible says that though the wages of sin is death, the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the Bible says that all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's call upon the name of the Lord this morning. If you're listening, I want everyone listening to pray this prayer after me with your heart and your lips out loud. Say this with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and wash me and cleanse me and set me free. Jesus, thank you that you died for me. I believe you've risen from the dead and you're coming back again for me. Give me a hunger for you. Now just declare this. Say, I am saved. I'm born again. I'm forgiven and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. If you prayed that prayer and meant it in your heart, I want to tell you good news that all your sins are forgiven you right now. It's so important that you find a good Bible-believing church to get involved in that would help you with your walk with God. You can join us this morning, 10 a.m. at the River Church. You can find directions at therivercashocton.com. We're at 212 South 7th Street right here in Coshocton, Ohio. What a great time it was this morning. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next week here on Life of Revival Radio at 8.30 a.m. God bless, and have a great week. We would love for you to join us at the River Church this morning at 10 a.m. For additional information about our church, you can go on our website at www.therivercoshopton.com. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash the River Coshopton. 